I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today it's Sally Williams. The reading this morning is is taken from 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 9 to 12 and I'm reading from the Good News Bible. Surely you remember, our brothers and sisters, how we worked and toiled. We worked day and night so that we would not be any trouble to you as we preached to you the good news from God. You are our witnesses and so is God that our conduct towards you who believe was pure, right and without fault. You know that we treated each one of you just as a father treats his own children. We encouraged you, we comforted you and we kept urging you to live the kind of life that pleases God who calls you to share in his own kingdom and glory. I, like some of you, write on my Bible and I've headed 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, the role of a pastor and Russell Pennawine. From Rosie yesterday, who gave us such a clear overview of the chapter, it'll be clear to you why why I wrote the role of a pastor. Preach the good news and love the flock was her message yesterday. But it won't be clear to you why I wrote Russell Pennawine. I want to take you back 30 years to 1992. I was living in Wales at the northern end of the mining valleys, just south of the Brecon Beacons, and we still had a working coal mine. Our vicar was called Russell. Russell had made a very big impact on my life and the lives of many in our village. He had been our vicar for 12 years and it was during that time that I first realised that Jesus died for me and that was my right and nothing else to come into the presence of God the Father with all my needs and requests. In August 1992, Russell was diagnosed with terminal cancer. He was 40 years old. Those of us who were free in the middle of the day decided to meet together on a Wednesday lunchtime to pray specifically for Russell. We chose a Wednesday lunchtime because the the church in our parish already had a Wednesday lunchtime service. We were a mixed bunch, non-working mothers, the retired, the elderly, the unemployed and two young interns. The place where we met was called Penawine and it was a large post-war council housing estate. 
Now, I come to the point of why I'm saying all this. On one Wednesday, an older lady called Elsie from Penawine read this chapter. She went up to the front, as we do in Anglican churches, and started to read. And as she read, the tears began to flow. She kept going. She was not thinking of how Paul had worked as a pastor amongst the Thessalonians. She was thinking of how Russell had worked amongst us, encouraging us, preaching the good news to us and urging us to live a life that pleases God. Russell died in October 1992. So these words describing the role of a pastor are not difficult to understand. In fact, they are clear and on that day, 30 years ago, overwhelmed Elsie's heart. However, these words are very hard to put into practice. In fact, impossible without the help of God. So let's have a quick look again at how Paul describes how he worked amongst the Thessalonians before we pray for pastors this morning. He said he worked hard. We worked day and night so that we would not be any trouble to you. He preached the good news of God. And it's the fourth time in the chapter, in fact, that Paul talks about preaching the good news. The good news that was first preached to me 40 years ago and the good news that is being preached day after day, week after week in this church. Paul's conduct was squeaky clean. You are our witnesses that our conduct towards you who believe was pure, right and without fault. Many have been badly hurt in churches when this has not been the case. And in HTC Daily, only recently, a leader recognised his need and asked us to pray so that he may be faultless and spotless. Leaders, pastors, like the rest of us, do not get it right all the time and need God's help. Some years ago at a New Wine conference, my husband and I attended a seminar which ended with a request for people who had been hurt by church leaders to stand. We stood, as did more than half the people in that tent. You need to forgive, said the speaker to everybody standing. He then prayed that those standing would be willing and able to forgive. Later that day, my husband began to realise that a painful and irritating condition that he'd been putting up with for quite a while had gone and actually never has never come back. Paul treated the congregation like a good father treats his children, as individuals known and loved. You know that we treated each one of you just as a father treats his own children. We encouraged you and comforted you. And finally, Paul kept urging the congregation to live a life that pleases God and so see the kingdom happening before their very eyes. So today, let's pray for pastors. Thank you, Sally. 
And today we prayed for our pastors. We prayed for power as they preached the good news, patience and self-control to love the congregation like a good father, and perseverance to keep on urging the congregation to live a life that pleases God. Thanks for joining us on HDC Daily.